Hello, my dear listeners, and welcome to this week's Catamania episode. This one's going to be a solo sode on the subject that many of you have requested I speak about, which is law of attraction and manifesting. How to manifest the life of your dreams in less than 30 seconds. Just kidding. This is not going to be one of those. Don't you love it, though? I feel like every third person on the internet these days is like some kind of manifestation guru, coach. I'm definitely not a manifestation guru or coach. And there are some really great ones out there and definitely, you know, worth checking out if you find someone who you vibe with and who you feel like could provide value in that regard. Um, I am more so just going to be sharing what I have learned have has worked for me and what I have learned works in the process of manifesting what it is that you want in life. I wouldn't say that I necessarily got like absolutely everything I wanted, but that's also one of the things that I've learned is that you don't always get what you want, but you always get what you really believe that you deserve and what is meant for you. So quick overview from my point of view on how this whole thing works. Now, I would say that the two things that really changed A, my perspective and B, uh, that taught me how to manifest, I would say, uh, were two books. One is called I Can Do It by Louise Hay. And the second one is The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Covilshin. If you followed me for a while on my Instagram, you had probably seen me uh, you know, post a lot of quotes from those two women, those two authors. Um, and you probably have noticed that I've talked about these books a little bit before. I'm not going to go into too much detail about the content of the books. I will link them for you here because both of those books are available on YouTube and audiobook version, which is super convenient, which is how I read them, so to speak. I listened to them and actually can't, now that I think about it, I can't say that I necessarily love reading, but I definitely love listening to books like audio. Um, I would choose an audiobook over reading a book any day, anytime. Uh, so I will link them for you here. Feel free to check them out. The first one, The Game of Life and How to Play It, um, talks about how to play the game of life. And that's it, basically, <laughs> in a nutshell. But uh, there's a lot of great information, and specifically, uh, it's, it's based on the Christian Bible, which many of you know I... You know, I was brought up, I mean, I was brought up in a former communist society, so I wouldn't say that I necessarily was brought up in a religious household, but uh, traditionally and culturally speaking, I'm a Christian. And also I have rediscovered my religion, so to speak, in the last few years. And I definitely have revisited and changed the way I look at it because I've realized that most of, you know, the gurus out there and most of the people who teach you law of attraction, manifestation, how to improve your life, a lot of those principles are from Jesus's teachings. And I, you know, I, I didn't study the Bible in great detail, but I have been studying Jesus's teachings and they're on point. He basically was like the OG of law of attraction. He's the one who figured it out and then taught people all about it. There's obviously a lot more to it. There's a lot more detail. But if you're interested in that, and to be honest, even if you're not, The Game of Life and How to Play It is just a book that talks about the laws of the universe and how God works. I believe in God. 
um, you can call it universe, higher power, whatever you want to call that power. I call it God. I believe in God. And to me, once I sort of understood more or less how these laws work, my life definitely started to change. Again, I'm not by any means someone who like has a perfect all the time. I don't think anyone can have a perfect all the time except for Jesus, but definitely had seen major improvements. The second book, I Can Do It, is basically a book about affirmations, positive thinking, and how important it is to feel good most of the time and to affirm good things in your head. Because if you speak negatively to yourself and you feel negative all the time, the things you're going to be attracting to yourself are also going to be likely negative. So definitely recommend those two. I have a lot more books that I will probably recommend over the course of the next little while. But for this particular episode, I will focus on the things that I've learned from them and also how it all worked for me. Some of you, I'm sure, had seen that this um, year for my birthday, my husband and I, we came to Mexico and I had a picture that I included on my vision board manifest into my reality. Literally, like the actual picture just the one that I pasted on my vision board became my reality. And it was such a powerful experience. And I'm still to date, like, just, I, I'm so amazed by the process and how that happened. Many of you know that I absolutely love being on the ocean. It's my favorite thing. I love Pacific Ocean where there's lots of waves. I love the power of it. And when I was making my vision board uh, this year, in the beginning of this year, I just typed in Pacific Ocean Paradise Beach. And I included, I saw the first picture that popped up that I liked and I included it on my vision board. Then I didn't know where that was. It just looked like a beautiful beach. And then on my birthday, my husband took me to a beach. He didn't know anything about that picture. He didn't know how I searched for it. He didn't even see that picture. He took me to a beach. And as we were hiking up to return to our place where we're staying, we were, it was a pretty steep hike and it wasn't the same road that we took to get to that beach, but there was a spot where there was an opening between the trees and I could see the exact same photo that I had on my vision board. And ever since that moment, I was like, okay, this is, I have to share with the world of how that happened. Here is the main key to manifesting things is what I've learned. You have to set it and forget it. What do I mean by that? When you really want something, very often what happens is you obsess over it. You think about it all the time. You constantly, you, you literally obsess over it. It's the only thing that you think about very often, right? Or what you could also do often, unfortunately, and I'm guilty of all those things as well, is you don't believe that it's possible. And you're like, yeah, I obviously really want that, but... The feeling of like, mm, I don't know if I will ever get it. I don't know if it's, if I'm worthy of it, so on and so forth. Those are the two things that will kill your manifestation and will never allow that to happen. When you make, when you have a desire for something, first, you have to believe that you can have it, no matter how outrageous it is. If it's too outrageous, set your desire, maybe start with something a little bit less and then move on to the bigger thing. But you have to believe that you deserve it. You have to believe that you can have it. That's number one. Number two, you have to write it down 
and it has to feel right to you. What I mean by that is, again, I believe in God and I believe that whatever is meant for me should be mine, but whatever isn't meant for me shouldn't be mine and I don't want it. So I always make sure whenever I write my you know, affirmations for my desires to say that it's all happening according to the divine plan. Because if it's not the divine plan, because maybe I'm wanting something that is not actually for me. And usually you'll feel it, like your intuition will tell you if it's something that's meant for you, you'll feel good when you think about it, as opposed to when you desire something that isn't meant for you. Great example would be, I'm sure you've had it, like a relationship, let's say. You really like a guy and you're like, well, I need to be with this guy. You might not need to be with this guy. You might need to be with a different guy who's like way better than this guy that you have a crush on, but you keep obsessing over it. Uh, that's one example. There's obviously a whole lot more. So you have to want what wants you in a way. And then when you write it out, you always have to write it in the present tense. And you may have heard about it. So not, you know, I will have one day a beautiful car or I will have this house. You have to write it in present tense and feel like you already have it. Again, that deservability thing. You, you need to feel like you are worthy of it. You need to feel like you can have it. And get away from your head any thoughts that tell you that it can't happen. Because there's God will figure out a way to deliver it to you. And you will need to act on those hunches of taking action towards that step. It's not like it's going to just like magically appear in your life. I really don't believe that any of the, sometimes it feels like some of the stuff just magically appears in your life, but most of the time you have to put in the work for something. You can't get something for nothing. I think I've heard that phrase from somebody before in one of the other books that I've read, but it's so true. Like you need to act. You, you're not going to be able to just, you know, a house is not just going to fall on your head. Like you need to take certain steps and actions to be able to then get the house of your dreams, right? So that's the other thing. You need to act to receive it, but you need to act on hunches and intuition, intuitively. It's like, okay, I need to take this step towards that and that step. The steps will reveal themselves to you. So after you write it, believe that you deserve it, feel like you already have it, take action. And the, the, the last part, and this is the part that is the most challenging for me, is you need to almost be okay with not having it. You need to have such a high degree of trust that is going to manifest into existence that you need to almost be okay without 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 that thing coming into manifestation and becoming your reality. Set it and forget it because the more you obsess over it, it's almost like it's doing the opposite. So you don't believe that you can have it. So you obsess over it. It's like, well, I need to have it. I need to have it. You need to set your desire and just let it go. Let the laws of this universe and the laws of God take care of it. Don't obsess over it. And this is the hardest freaking thing. And the reason why I brought up the example of the beach is because that was not the first time in my life, but I would say there was only a few times in my life when I really wanted something and I had been able to set it and forget it. The forget it part was always very hard for me. And this particular situation with the beach I th I thought about it when I was making my vision board. I wrote out an affirmation that I'm spending time on a beautiful beach where it's warm, sunny, and the ocean is powerful and beautiful, something like that. And I just forgot about it. I pasted the picture and then I, I think I looked at my vision board a couple of times, but I was like, 
Awesome. Looks beautiful. That's it. And then it manifested into existence just like a month later, pretty much. And once I realized that, I was like, okay, this is, I need to, I need to like, you know, let people know out there because I guarantee you when you're listening to this, you've, you probably had the same issues with the forgetting part. You said it, but then you constantly obsess over it. You have to forget it and you have to be okay with it not happening. Just let it go. Let God figure it out for you. The only times when I would say you need to revisit your desire with feeling is if you think about it and then the thoughts of, oh, what if it doesn't happen, come into your mind. In those cases, I would definitely recommend revisiting it and setting it again because whatever whatever feeling is the strongest in your body, whatever feeling is the strongest in your mind is the one that's going to win. So if you think to yourself, it's not going to happen. And that is the feeling that you feel the most in you. That's the feeling that's going to win because the words and the feeling have to match. You can't say that you have something and then vibrationally with feeling you are on a completely different spectrum, right? You can't want a nice car and feel like you don't have a nice car, if that makes sense. You have to match vibrationally with that. Now, again, there's so much content out there about this. Uh, you can spend, I feel like a lifetime at this point on platforms like YouTube studying all of that. I just want to summarize it to you all of how it's worked for me, especially that one of my desires manifested so recently. And so like to the, to the dot of what it was. The other thing is um, sometimes, and this is something that I kind of mentioned previously in this episode, we force things, uh, which also kind of ties in, into obsession. But very often what we'll do, and this is why I'm very careful with vision boards, because uh, visualizing is great, but you also need to make sure that you always visualize what God has planned for you in a way. Like you always have to visualize what is divinely meant for you. Otherwise you might be forcing things into existence. And this is such a confusing thing for me and was for such a long time. So that's why, for example, when I was vision, when I was making my vision board, I gave myself a more of a generic picture of what I want, but I wrote down specifically what it is what, that I want, if that makes sense. So for example, I typed in beautiful Pacific, Pacific Ocean Beach. I didn't know what that beach is going to be like for me because what if what if I was meant to go to Bali? Bali's got some amazing beautiful beaches. So I pasted a picture just to have an idea of what it is, just to kind of like have it in there. But in my affirmation under that picture, I wrote that I am now spending time on a beautiful, luxurious, you know, ocean beach surrounded by palm trees, blah, blah. I was very specific in my affirmation. When I was pasting pictures, I just wanted to have sort of like a frame of reference for myself rather than the actual exact picture of what I wanted. Ironically enough, that exact picture is what manifested into existence. So when you let go of the outcome, things tend to happen exactly how you want it. I think it's a quote from The Game of Life and How to Play It. When you relinquish personal will, things just happen exactly like you want them but you have to be okay with not having it you have to be completely detached from the outcome which is 
it's so hard. And I know you're going to be listening to this and you're going to be like, that's impossible. How am I going to be detached from the outcome if the outcome is what I'm after? Believe me, I am the same way. I can't even say that I was the same way in the past. I'm much better now than I was before, but that is the hardest thing. Oh my God, it's the hardest thing. So you got to work on that. Like you got to work on that because otherwise it's going to be, it's just going to take longer for your thing, for for those things to manifest into your life. It's 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 going to take a lot longer or it's going to be fulfilled not in the way that you want it to be fulfilled. So, you know, you 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 have to work on detaching yourself from the outcome. And I think that's kind of all the things that I wanted to run through in terms of manifestation. Set it. Trust that it's going to happen and forget it. Let God higher power whatever you believe in, handle it. Because I'm, I, I, I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet that if you look back on certain things that have happened in your life, certain things that you have now that you're really happy about, most of them, you look back and you're like, wow, I would have never thought that that's how it would have happened. I would have never thought that those would have been the situations that would have led me to this person, thing, whatever it is. Most of the time, actually all of the time, we, if we try to plan it out on how it should happen, it's never going to happen. That's another quote actually from this book. God's ways are ingenious. His methods are sure. You have no idea the path that is going to be set up for you to manifest those things into existence. And actually, maybe let this be like a homework, so to speak, from this episode. Look on the things that you're really happy about in your life right now, whether it's your relationship, your house, there's something in your life right now that you're happy about. I know it. Something. Your phone, your a glass that you've been, you've, I'm literally looking at a glass. So I'm like, I have to, there's something that I have to like pinpoint. A glass that you've been really wanting. This is not my favorite glass, but something that you've wanted that manifested into your life. And think about how that happened. Trace back the things, the places that led to that purchase thing, whatever it is, and message me on Instagram and tell me how that story went. Because I guarantee you, you're going to be like, wow, that's so true. I never would have thought that that's what would have led me to this, but it did. So I am wishing from the bottom of my heart and soul for you to manifest the most amazing things into your life. You deserve them all and you can have them all uh, as long as they are meant for you as long as that is what is divinely planned for you. I really believe in that. And I also believe that, you know, you, all of us are meant to have great things in life. We just have to put in the work and we have to be clear on what it is that we want. So I'm wishing you to manifest just the greatest, bestest, that's not a word, the most amazing things. And if you like this episode and you like this podcast, feel free to give it five stars, thumbs up, whatever like button it is that you're listening to this on. And I'm hoping that this was helpful. Let me know uh, if it was. And I will see you next week. And in the meantime, stay blessed. <laughs>